Hey guys, the following podcast is a Lady Gang Network and Podcast One production, which means it's going to be awesome. Who doesn't love a tasty smoothie in the morning? The problem is, it's easy to get stuck on autopilot making the same smoothies every day. And even the best smoothies can start to get boring and predictable. So why not mix things up with a little frozen dole crafted smoothie blends? They do all the hard work for you pairing only the most delicious fruits together into unique blends, like taking a typical banana and berry smoothie and mixing it up with mangoes and refreshing limes and kiwis. Or you could treat yourself to a sip of paradise with a strawberry watermelon blend with delicious coconut. The best part? They're born to be blended. Each bag is perfectly proportioned with fruit that's frozen to lock in all those nutrients and flavor. And every piece is already washed and cut, so all you have to do is Fill up your blender with one of the single-serving bags, add some coconut water, and then blend for an exciting smoothie. Dole Crafted Smoothie Blends. Find them in your frozen aisle. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. No one said being a parent would be easy, but now you don't have to go through it alone. Actress and mother of two, Jamie Lynn Sigler, has teamed up with musician and stay-at-home mother of two, Jenna Paris, to create a safe place where you can confess your worst mommy sins and still feel like you're killing the mommy gang. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Hello, welcome to Mama Said. It's Jamie. And me. Yeah, and Jenna. And Jenna. See, people have told us that our voices are interchangeable. Like, sometimes they can't tell who we are. So do we I feel like we need to, like, I know. remind people, like, this is Jamie talking. And this is Jenna. <laughs> They're kind of, like, morphing yeah, in a we're, weird we're kind way. Of, we're, you know, we're in and of the same in yeah. many, many ways. So totally. here we both are. I hope all you mamas out there had a smooth week. And if you didn't, we're here for you. Yeah, because I sure as hell didn't. Let's throw it to you then, Jenna. Mommy win, fail. Mommy win. <laughs> Mommy fail. I'm going to start with my win. Good. There were none. Oh. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Zero wins. I had a shit week from... Saturday to today. Nothing. Which is Friday for Friday. Those yeah. Of you know, like, uh, today's Friday. So it's been six days of poopiness. Mm. Um, my daughter was really sick. She is like the opposite of like clingy. She like does her own thing. She's so chill. She's so chill. Oh my gosh. Um, I wasn't able to put her down. And because of and, – and my son is on – So spring. she was clingy when she was meaning this week. Wait, let me just go into like my fail right now actually. Okay. So, but, but you're saying like normally she's normally independent she, and normally not clingy, she's independent. but this week she was. Yes. Okay. I, so this is not a fail. She was sick. So that's why I didn't have a win. Like I just didn't have time to do anything amazing. Yeah. Nothing amazing happened. It was all – You made really, it through. Yeah. It was that's all amazing. really, really crappy. But um, anyway, so I had to like hold her for literally six days straight and then my mm. son is on spring break, which takes me to my – major fail and i don't know why i don't learn from my mistakes i he's on spring break and i did not set up one thing for him oh, not one thing last time for winter break and then the year before for spring break and for some, whatever i never plan anything i don't know why i could have done soccer camp i could have done play dates i could have done everything but instead i suffered at home and you can't take blame for that. You've got a lot no, I, going I, on. And I will say the only reason that I don't have that problem, the only reason yeah. is because I am so lucky that at our preschool, the teachers at our preschool set up camps like spring break camp or Kimmy camp, we call it, or DK camp at one of the other students' homes. So it's it's there for me. I didn't have to do any research. Okay, so I need to figure that out with I'm the teachers. I'm lucky. Because- 
Well, it's been hard, especially because Daisy was sick. So Milo was home and then saw her clinging and hanging all over me. And then I had to hold him because he was jealous. And it was just a shit show beyond belief. Um, And I I just – I promised myself that I would – set something up and i thought about it every week leading I'll up remind to you next time yeah have I don't you know set up summer camps yet no okay. but I, i'm going to do it's that. at school it's at school i'm i oh, just okay. need to like pay um that's all set okay um so that was that's a fail and i'm pissed at myself because i thought about it for a long time mm. so easy to just make a play date so easy to sign him up for soccer camp I don't know okay. what I don't know. So what's it's just been a hard week. Yeah. What was my other fail? I feel like I had one more. The nanny? Yeah, it was kind of weird. I had like a little situation with my nanny, which she's amazing and lovely. And um and I was because Milo's on spring break, I wanted to take him to Catalina for the day, just me and him. And wow. um well, she, that was thoughtful though. Yeah, because like I wanted to do something. My nanny days are Wednesdays and Fridays, so right. I planned this for like a month, you know? And um she, my nanny was like, I'm sorry, I have to leave at 2.30 for a doctor's appointment, which she's allowed to go to doctor's appointment. And I texted but her. She vi- only works for you two days a week. Two days a week. And she and I'm away next week. And I, you know, I still pay my nanny right. when I'm away. Um, so she had two days, like whatever. Maybe she wasn't thinking. Um, but no. I had texted, I had texted her, and I always do like heart emojis, like after every text because I'm cuckoo and I never want people to think I'm like mean or like weird <laughs> on my text. I'm always like exclamation heart. And I wrote, oh, okay, what a bummer. Like I was gonna take Milo, you know, to Catalina, and uh, just next time maybe just you know ask me I mean this was like a few days before but I was like you know maybe like um if you could just ask me instead of telling me that you're going somewhere Mm. that would be awesome because then I could have the opportunity to say oh no that's not going to work so she wrote back to me saying how about you tell me when you have something going on and I won't schedule I wish you guys could see my face right and I and I didn't write back and I I'm actually proud of myself because I took a deep breath there's also like somewhat of like texting is not good especially when there's a, a teeny bit Agree. of a language barrier. Agree. I, so I agree. knew that maybe she didn't mean it like that. Maybe I was reading it wrong. And I'm really proud of myself because instead of writing back, I said, um, I'm so sorry. Like, let's not do this over text. I'm sure there's a miscommunication. Let's chat tomorrow. I can't wait to see you with a heart. And then the next day I brought it up right when she came. And I was like, you know what? I was like, here's the thing. I was like, I don't need to tell you if I'm ever doing anything during my nanny days. I expect you to work for me between these certain hours. If there is a situation, just say, hey, Jenna, can I do X, Y, Z? I I said, you know, maybe don't say I'm going to do X, Y, Z because I... I, I was like, I don't know if you realize this, but I you am working. You depend on these yeah. days. And I, I was like, I only have you twice a week. So one day I work on Fridays and the other day I cram in everything. So for me, I never just expect me to always be busy. It was a short and sweet convo. I'm proud of myself that How it didn't How did she receive it? I, she got it, you know? Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I felt like she was the boss of me for a second. No, that's a thing. Look, I'm uncomfortable with being a boss, but my cu- my husband works in a space where he manages a lot of different employees, yeah. and he has had to tell me repeatedly, listen, like, this is Maria's job, mm-hmm. and she calls it coming to work. It can get really fuzzy and blurry because she's with your children and uh-huh. in your home every day. But the truth is, like, you are the one that calls the shots, especially when you have her only two days a week, especially when you pay her for these two days a week, even when you're gone. Same. My, I pay my nanny 52 weeks a year. I mean, it's a lot of, a lot of money, but I depend a lot on her. And yeah. 
you have you rely on these days, and that's important. So I'm proud of you the way you handled it. And interestingly enough, Ooh. my fail kind of involves my okay. nanny as well. So let I'm, me hear it. My turn. Ready? Yeah. Okay. So I'll start with my win first. Uh, Mama's going back to work, yo. So I went to New York for about 36 hours. Wait, do I know about this? Well, I'll tell you after. But I went to New York just for 36 hours, and I was so productive. I woke up, had a kind of a business slash friend breakfast with um, somebody I've known forever, and then I went and met with, like, a lot of my new agents. I signed with a new agency in New York. Yes, that's amazing. And then I recorded an episode of $100,000 Pyramid, which is going to air this summer, but all I'm going to say is, you guys, I'm f***ing good at game shows. Damn. Okay? I'm real good. Uh, but it was the best time ever. And then that night it. I went out to like a fancy and a dinner with my girlfriend and I was so excited to come home like refreshed and inspired and feeling really good about myself to my kids, which leads me to my fail. So I had planned the day. I landed at noon. I was going to get home just in time before the baby's nap. I was going to play a little bit with him, get to snuggle him, put him down. And then I was going to take the time that he napped to do my work and then play with him a little bit again when he wakes up. Because when my five-year-old comes home, the baby is on my hip, but my life revolves around the five-year-old, which because he's can verbalize more of what he needs and what he wants from me. So I'd ask my nanny, okay, please go pick up Bo from school, take him to karate for the hour so that when he comes home, I'm, I'm ready for yeah. him. So she's like, as soon as I get there, she's like, can I leave now so I can go get my car washed? And I'm like, yes, go, go, yeah. be gone, please. And put the baby down, starting to do work, prep for our podcast, read a script. And she calls me and she's like, I forgot Bo's karate uniform, mm. even though I had laid it out. And I'm like, okay. I was like, great. I'll put it right by the stairs. She's like, well, no, I'm I'm running late at the car wash place still. It's been an hour later, by the way. Yikes. She was supposed to pick up at Bo at 2. It's 1.55. So I'm like, oh. And she's like, and I'm kind of close to school anyway, so I don't want to come back to your house. So I'm going to pick him up and come home to change for karate and then take him. And immediately, I know what's going to happen. He's going he's to get with, yeah. home, and he's going to want me to take him to karate. He's going to have a fit. And w- and look, I want to preface this next part of the story by saying, I don't want to seem like a spoiled brat. I understand it is not lost to me how lucky I am that I have a nanny where I can manage and bounce between my kids and feel like I give them one-on-one time and not schlepping. I get it. I've I've done both, and I totally respect and understand that. So please don't feel like I'm being a spoiled brat right now. But my son came home, had a complete fit that he I wasn't taking him to karate. So I ended up having to go to karate to sit there for an hour and a half and watch him in there and knowing she's playing with my baby yeah. when I just missed him for two days. And then I, I, it's just, it's silly things. But like, for me, I get, especially in knowing that I'm going back to work, like I get to this thing where I get really specific about my time management with my children. Well, you have to be. And I got really upset. And I don't like getting upset at my nanny because I first of all never want to lose her. And B, like, I don't want any tension in my home. Like, I... I There's nothing more uncomfortable. Her relationship than- is important. To, uh, that relationship is very important to me just because I love her as well. And so it's kind of my fail because I think that I didn't let it go as easily as I should have. And that, that night I, like, bitched about it to my husband and I was, like, super upset. And obviously everything's fine now. But, like... Did she know that you were pissed? 
she kept saying sorry, sorry, but it's just like it was she does it. She most of the time works for me only four hours a day because if I'm not doing anything, I'd never yeah. have her at my house, even though I'm paying her. And so there was plenty of times to get her car washed. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so it just felt I don't does know. She usually do? she's not normally like that. No, she's not, and so that's it why just I backfired. Could let it, it just backfired. Yeah. It backfired on my plan. So yeah. it's maybe call it a silly spoiled fail, but that was my fail. That's um, okay. But okay, let's move on. We are going to be right back because you guys, we have doula extraordinaire, the amazing author of Mama Stay. We have so many things to talk about. Lori Bregman will be right back. Yay. So, Jamie, I've always been kind of worried about wrinkles. Who's not? And now I actually have them. I'm so excited. We can hold off Botox a little bit longer, you and I. Uh, That's a whole different subject. But anyway, (laughs) I have these like wrinkle situations around my eye and I just want to nip it in the bud. Mm -hmm. So GenuCell is amazing. They're natural actives and a pure antioxidant base with no parabens, no chemical scents, and no pharmaceutical preservatives. So you get all of that. And it's helping your skin. The anti-wrinkle treatment is bomb, you guys. Amen. So if you order right now and the GenuCell jawline treatment is yours absolutely free just for ordering the classic GenuCell plant stem cell therapy for bags and puffiness. Who doesn't have that? Text Mama to 77453 or go to GenuCell.com. That's GenuCell.com. With Shamanese 100% money back guarantee, you only have the bags, wrinkles, and the double chin to lose. <laughs> Order now while three-day shipping is still free. Text Mama to 77453 or go to GenuCell.com. That's GenuCell.com. Jenna, since you have a your own very intimate personal experience and yes. relationship with this woman, I'm going to let you introduce her. Okay. Yay. Good. Okay. Our next guest is amazing, but let me tell you about her. She's a renowned doula. She's a life coach healer. She's the author of Mindful Mom-to-Be and has a new book coming out called Mama Stay on April 23rd. She created Seed Life, a fertility superfood supplement, which is amazing. I'm looking at it right now. Yes. Um, she brought it in for us, and I can't wait to try it, even though I'm not getting pregnant again, I think. Okay. Um, <laughs> she works with moms and moms-to-be from fertility through pregnancy. She blends coaching, healing, and intuition. She worked with Molly Sims, Kelly Rowland, Jessica Beale, Heidi Klum, and so many others, and myself. She was my doula. Yes, and Jenna from Mama Said. Yes. Um, <laughs> It is such an honor to have my doula, Lori Bregman, here. Um, You guys are going to learn so much right now. I'm so happy to be here. Welcome, Lori. Hi. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. First and foremost, for some of our listeners that might not know what a doula is, could you explain to them what you do? Yes. Doulas are women. Well, some there's some men out there that are actually doing it now that support women and couples through pregnancy, birth, and into new motherhood. We, we are non-medical professionals, trained professionals that um, do everything from breathing to like preparing you guys for birth to supporting you um, to advocating for you. Um, to, I do, I, and we all work differently. So sometimes I will massage people, breathe with them, do life coaching with them, do meditation, mm-hmm. you know, all these things, comfort measures, all these things to make them more comfortable throughout their pregnancy and in the birth space. And then there are postpartum doulas that help afterwards. I don't do that, but I do more like life coaching, new mom life coaching stuff yeah. afterwards. That's amazing. Love that. yeah. I guess first let's talk about 
your guys' experience. Can you tell us about how, you, like, Jenna, your experience with working yeah. with Lori? Okay. So um, Lori was my older sister's doula, which is how I met you. I ran you. into her. You d- oh, yeah. She told she, me. Yeah, in Malibu the other yeah, day. Yeah, she told me. She, she, was, so she was like, Lori looks so beautiful. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, I, looked, I think I do. was like, I look, I came down from the Topanga Mountain, like, whatever. Disheveled, but that was so sweet. <laughs> no, you do. Um, so anyway, my sister used her. A, a couple of my friends um, were using you at the mm-hmm. same time. Um, and I decided that I wanted a doula too. Although I've, I have always felt very connected to childbirth, even though I, I had never been pregnant. I always felt like I couldn't wait to be pregnant. I was going to love the experience. And that was all true. I really did love being pregnant. And I didn't really have I didn't have a hard pregnancy at all, but I wanted someone there to kind of coach me and support me, especially in that room. I mean, my mother is great and she's amazing and she knows so much, but it's always nice to have someone else besides your mom, you know, just to kind of coach you and be there. Um, Well, especially with hormones, you can easily just get pissed at your mom. Yes. Or your husband. Or your husband. Yeah. Yeah. You take Um, it out on who you love the most. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So um, leading up to my birth, you know, Lori would uh, come over and do these amazing massages and she would prep me. We did. um, There's so much that we did. I mean, I don't even remember because I have zero memory any right now, but, but we, we did, what is it called when you uh, type out your, oh, your birth plan. Yeah. We did the birth plan, which is so important. I did one with Daisy and like I it went so out the window. About birth plan okay. after. Um, she taught me all about the birth plan. Um, just really kind of prepare me for what's going to happen. Um, even though you never really know what's going to happen, right. but you know, um, you, it's so nice to have someone with a calm demeanor because when shit gets crazy sometimes, which mm-hmm. it kind of got, it it definitely wasn't scary for me, but you know, it was kind of crazy. Uh, Milo pooped in the womb and it was getting a little like funky. There's so many factors. Yeah. My doctors goodness. were, so jumping to my birth, I could have probably uh, birthed, I mean, uh, labored at home more, but, and you know, you were like, stay at home, stay at home. And I'm like, no, I can't. Like, <laughs> <laughs> are so bad. And then I went in, I was like three centimeters. But um, we all have different pain thresholds. And it's scary when you're first time mom and you've never done it before. Right. And, you know, it's. Yeah. Yeah. I remember being like, they're five or six minutes apart. Do I go in? And then I finally went in and they were like, you're only like three centimeters. Right. So I was like, huh? Anyway, Lori. You could take a long time did. to dilate. I'm a, I'm a day I did. dilator. I Literally did. Literally took me 24 hours I did hours for to Milo. With Daisy, I dilated Date, in like four seconds. Second time, sec- mom, so much quicker. Yeah. So Lori obviously listened to me and what I wanted to do, and I checked in, and um, she stayed with me the entire time. Um, it was like the next day. I checked in at 7 p.m., and I gave birth at 12 p.m. the next day. You were there the whole time? She, the whole time. Oh, she was, you I know. Leave. I don't like to leave. You don't leave. No. She was doing aromatherapy. She was massaging my hands, my feet, telling me when to turn. We did the ball, got on my hands and knees. Walked. Remember, I kept making you walk. Okay. I tell all my friends this. I feel like a mini doula all the time. I take little (laughs) tips from you. I'm like, when you are at the hospital and you are having contractions, you walk. You walk through those contractions. Keep walking because every time you have a contraction and you're walking, the baby drops. Mm. Um, And I I sound like you. That's what you kept telling me. But didn't it feel better? Remember, you were like, I can't walk. And I'm like, yes. Jen, I promise you it's going to feel so much better. But do you know what the most amazing tip was that you gave me and that I did in the hospital? Taking a shower. Yeah. She got me in the shower at Cedar sinai 
And because well, water is like a natural epidural. Yeah. Oh. So, and I was waiting for the anesthesiologist to give me my epidural, and he wasn't coming for a long time. Right. He was in surgery, so I was in the shower, and it felt so wow, much better. What a nice tip for people. People think of like showers in hospitals like it's gross. Mm-hmm. You guys, it's heaven. It's water. Go. Go. It's heaven. The um. Two, we were trying to, we were also like getting you into more active labor. Like, yes. she, she was like, I, we were, you know, she's like, I want to get into, we were like, let's get into more active labor before getting your epidural. So, yeah. we buy, you can buy time with, you know, walking and, and all these comfort measures mm-hmm. that doulas provide and getting into showers and kind of yeah. just words of encouragement. And, yes. You know, you can do this, you're so strong. And, and another, and I had did. so much adrenaline. Running through my body oh, that yeah. I, I will like Neil wanted to sleep. You were like Jenna, just go to bed, and I was like can't, can't walk, <laughs> can't walk, go to sleep. I stayed up the entire time. I, I feel like it was like the stupidest thing I could have ever done. But I nobody couldn't. listens to me. I tell them like it's not sleep. I, yeah, I yeah. wanted to. Sleep. I wanted to, but I was like so pumped up. I mean, maybe it was the epidural that pumped me up. I don't know. But I think but it I, was the anticipation of meeting yeah, your yeah. son so, and like having a baby. I mean, it's it pretty normal. I mean, yeah. To so be I excited d- about I that. didn't sleep. And then the next day, finally, at like 12.59 p.m., I pushed the baby out after 45 minutes. He Which is in the amazing. Womb. Yeah. I, I didn't – I don't – is it amazing? It's pretty quick for a first time. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was a lot of turning. A lot of doctors were rushing in the room being like, turn her, turn her. It kind of got freaky for me. And then they whisked him away. Like there was a team of doctors that were like suctioning him, making sure he, he could had breathe. A lot of work. He had meconium. Heavy, heavy yeah. meconium. And so they whisked him away and I didn't – I mean, I saw him, but he was, you know, in the NICU for two nights. He didn't go away nights. on your chest. Uh, he did for maybe one second. I remember my uh, OBGYN, Dr. Sulky, who's – Amazing. I just did a birth with her last I know. Week. Remember? I was like, is that Sulky in the background? Yes, yes. She was so great. I love her. Um, Sulky knew. Dr. Sulky knew that I wanted to. She's amazing. She goes, here's the baby. In one – she's so calm. She goes, in one minute, they're going to have to take him away. But you, I'm going to put him on your chest really quickly. Oh, so I, I did for – Yeah. And then I was like hysterically crying and then they took him away. Um, I was so out of it. I – I was I was just in another world. Oh, you go through. I, it I was happy, birth. but I was really scared. But I was also like really effed up from all the meds. And um, it's also first. So I'm going to like say to just for anybody's listening right now, marconium doesn't always mean you have to go to the NICU. No, it's just that your baby happened to have like a lot of it. Yes, and he he swallowed some. Yeah, and he was having trouble breathing, so they were monitoring <laughs> yeah. his lungs. In the NICU. And he ended up being totally fine right. after two days. And it's a maybe not common, but it happens. I think it, it happens a common. lot. It happens a lot. It happens a lot. And people get so freaked out. And that's why I want to say, but a lot of babies have a hard time transitioning. Of you course. Know, it's, it's, yeah. It's like they've been breathing out of the umbilical cord and then all of a sudden they have to start using their lungs and they don't, you know what I mean? It's like a whole. Yeah. It's like, new, hello, what is yeah. it? Yeah. But, but I, I was going to say you were there for me from start to finish, and it was amazing. It was nice to have someone who has seen so many births and deliveries of yeah. every kind you could ever imagine, um, and she knew how to come for me, and that that was amazing to Amazing. Me. Let's talk about bras and why we hate them, but now we're going to love them thanks to Third Love. So you guys, Third Love gives you the perfect fit. You take the Fit Finder quiz. You answer a few simple questions to find your perfect fit in 60 seconds. They have half sizes. I mean, nobody has stuff like this. No, there's more sizes than most other brands. So you could literally find – I guarantee you, 
you will find your size there. And they guarantee a 100% fit. So every customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, and put it to the test. And if you don't love it, they will return it. And Third Love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need. That is so amazing. So wonderful. So Third Love's team of expert fit stylists are dedicated to helping you guys find the perfect fit. It worked for me. I actually ordered one. It wasn't the right size. So I sent it back. It was very easy. And I got the correct size. And it... it Fits me like a glove. Guys. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash mama said now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash mama said for 15% off today. You're listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Calling all Housewife fans, you're going to love House of Kim with Kim Zolciak on Podcast One. Get ready to fall in love. Join Kim along with husband Croy and the rest of the family as she teaches her mindset of asking, believing, and receiving and takes you along for the amazing ride known as her life. And I thought about doing this venture. I thought, you know what? I have an eye for this stuff. I can do this. Check out House of Kim every Tuesday and Thursday only on Apple Podcasts or PodcastOne.com. And now back to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Jenna and I fell in love at um at, at, at your sister's. Birth. Yeah, like, I was just like we were like she's like when I have a baby. I'm yes, like, I like hired her. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I was like I'm there. Yeah, and um one of the things how I like to work and all doulas are different is I spend so much time with my clients before they get pregnant. That's what I was just going to ask you. Yeah, like, talk, let's talk about how you support people. In getting well, pregnant. I do all the birth prep. They can call me anytime and text me anytime. I get to, I like, oh, and I, I did. did. Yeah. What do you mean? I still do. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, Lori, what's that vitamin that I used <laughs> oh, to use? Did I even get back to you about no, that? No, that's okay though. <laughs> I looked through my old text with you. I swear to God. I, um, no, but I get like, I get tons of text messages all day long. And, um, if somebody's going through a hard time, you know, they're like, I'm having a really rough day. I'm like, get on the phone. Let's call. And like, can you talk? And I'll jump on the phone with them. But I do all the birth prep. Um, I really try to build this deep relationship because the more they get to know me, the more they'll relax and be like, this girl has my back. And then the more I know them, I can understand the way they tick and operate because we all, everybody's different. And um, it's like, like my book, Mama Stay, there's different types of people and you can't, the way I'd work with you might be different than the way I work with Jenna. Right. 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 Because everybody's different. So I really cultivate and build this strong relationship. And then going through this whole journey with somebody and going in the birth room, like, I'm so bonded for life with everybody that I've taken through this journey because it's such a – I have so much love in my heart for these women. Mm. And, um, like, I feel like I mother the mothers and yeah. they and need babies. that. And, and you could tell because even with this book launch coming out, I mean, you have so much support from your mamas. Past, oh. present, future. Yeah, I feel so grateful. Yes. Oh, they feel very grateful. Oh, yeah. I mean, what a gift yeah. for you to give these moms, you know? It, it, it's truly important. Yeah, I it is. It. Okay, so I have a lot of questions for you because okay. I never had a doula, but... Maybe on the next but one. But if I have another yeah. one, which is, I don't know, we'll, we'll see. Although I had one psychic tell me I'm de- I'm having a girl, and then I had another psychic tell me I'm done. So I don't know who's right on. But. Well, maybe you should drink my fertility smoothie and, <laughs> and then- too soon. <laughs> maybe in a year I'll, st- I'll make that smoothie. Okay. For, my first question is about birth plans because sometimes I hear – 
it's great to have a plan. But if things, if if something happens, if things, there's trouble, if something goes wrong, I mean, that could be really stressful in that moment for a mom because I, I know particularly, I had a really good friend that had a very specific birth plan with her doula and sh- she was going to have the baby at home and do everything. And then an emergency happened and she went to the hospital and she could, no one could calm her down because she was so upset that it wasn't going as she had planned for all of these months for right. it to be. So I'm glad you brought that up. Okay. Because birth, there's a the difference between a birth plan and a birth intention. Mm. And when I first start working with somebody, we create our birth intention. And then we work on it and we give it up to God. Yeah. Right? Um, because birth's completely unpredictable. So I prepare people for everything. And not to be so um, rigid with it has to be like that. Because if they're like, it has to be like this. It's not. Yeah. They're going to try to control. Yeah. And then what happens, you get rigid and your body gets yes. holds on and doesn't let go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So w- what I do is with the birth plan, it's basically a way for me to educate you on your choices and to let you know that hospital has protocol, but these are where you have choice. And that um, no matter what happens, we have a plan that's not set in stone that can always be like if, if, if like say the baby has meconium and you weren't going to do the eye drops and all of a sudden you're like, you know, maybe I'll do the eye drops now. Right. Nothing's set in stone, but it's a way for basically you to say that this is the way I want to be treated, my birth to be handled, and my baby to be treated. And that's true because I, I think in the moments, even right when the baby's born, there's so many di- questions that they mm-hmm. ask you. Like, do you want this? Do you want this? Do you want this? And in that moment, it's yes. very hard. So yes, I think to be educated and prepared f- and have those answers or your intention of what you would like mm-hmm. in a in a perfect scenario without any possible unexpected emergency or situation that's so helpful for moms. Yeah, and we almost do like ritual where it's like you vision like it's like okay in a perfect world I think I remember telling yeah. you do this yeah. with you. Um, I have mine in my phone you, actually. Really? Yeah, birth my plan? birth plan. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um this is like the birth intention is like in a perfect world, you know, my labor starts Three hours later, I have my baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I push for one minute. No, but yeah, really. Right. It's more like, how do I want to feel? Like, um, give me some words. Like, it might be calm, peaceful, you know, happy, mm. um, informed, whatever it is. And I know that no matter what happens, I can hold space for you that way. Mm. And I'll like, you know, and, and my big thing too in the room is hospital rooms, home births are like, you know, it's like beautiful and sure. you're in your own space. But hospitals can be sterile. So I'm a big making sacred space, um, yeah. like flameless candles mm-hmm. and Christmas Dimming lights. Dimming the lights. No. Salt lamps. Like the other day I did a birth with Tibetan, Tibetan bowls playing oh in the back. God. And it was just like You encourage spot. music, like you make a mix. Uh-huh. Um, and everybody has different tastes. Sure. So Milo came out to Beast of Burden from the Stones. <laughs> I love that. Stones. Bo came out to some uh, Guns N' Roses. Oh. I love nice. it. Yeah. Nice. And Jack was some Journey. Uh, it's kind da- of fun seeing on your playlist, like, yes. what's the song that my baby's going to be yeah. born to? Daisy yeah. had no time. She literally flew out of my vagina when I, <laughs> when I sneezed. No joke. Don't you love second time, like second babies? Oh, I didn't. Like- did I even tell you about? Like, I didn't. Mm. I almost didn't make it to the hospital. She almost came out in the car. Like, I'll tell you later. But um, I can't wait to hear everything. But uh, yeah, with Jack, I, just- I pushed three times. That was it. I love with it. My second. Yeah, yeah. I didn't second- even get an epidural with Daisy. <laughs> what? I'll tell you I didn't later. Know that. Oh my god. I didn't have time. Um, I just want to say one thing about the birth plan. A lot of it 
the intentions, yes, we talked about that, but a lot of it for me, so I'm sure a lot of people, or maybe not, are, I have a bit of a phobia with hospitals, um, stems from my father passing away. You know, I saw him in the hospital a lot. Me in hospitals is no bueno. Mm -hmm. So I was, that, to be honest, I was more scared of being in a hospital and like taking my blood pressure. I have a phobia of taking my blood pressure. And the beeps, remember you? And the the beeps, Mm -hmm. more than having the baby itself. So in my birth plan, it was really important to me. It's triggering to you? Yes. Yeah, it it gives me an anxiety attack. Um, Mm -hmm. So in my birth plan, it doesn't only have to be like, you know, what, you know, it could be actual things like I do not want the beeps playing. These are messages for the nurses to say, like I made her read it and say, look in my birth plan, like I don't want the heartbeat on the monitor. I will freak out. I get very nervous when people take my blood pressure. It will skyrocket. Just so you know, I'm not having like some heart situation. It's a trigger. It's a trigger. I have white coat syndrome or or any coat syndrome. So they knew in my birth plan, I told them all of this. Mm -hmm. And I I talked about the epidural. Like I want, you know, I I didn't want. Yeah. Um, And I said... I don't think I chose a walking up. I don't know, but but I put I, I did everything all about all the uh, shots I wanted, about the eye drops. I laid everything. That's out. what I mean. The preparation. They, yeah. they ask have, you for that now, but, which is so nice. Yeah, and something I will say, like I always say, like the nurses. I'm so like I love. Then like these these I mean I'm so fortunate because I like love all the nurses, mm. and we all have a part to play. Like I'm not taking the blood pressure and doing right. thing. Yeah. And when we work together, the doctor comes in and, you know, and does and catches the baby. Yeah. And, thing. and we all have a role to play and we work together brilliantly. But like, I have this relationship with this, with, with, this with, mom. You, with the moms yeah. and, and the, the partners. And mm-hmm. I know the way they operate, but these nurses don't. And so this is just, if you can just give a little something like with Jenna, I remember her just the beeps. I'm like, what bothers you about your, what, what bothers you about hospitals? And you're like the blood pressure, the beeps, the needles. Still, yeah, not even needles. It's uh, for some reason when I hear like a heartbeat or I, when I get my, it, the beep, 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 it yeah. Probably I have PTSD. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. And it's a trigger. Yeah. To this day, I have to take my blood pressure at every doctor appointment after. Yeah. So yeah. what I do is I have the the moms to be write a little note just saying something, you know, if something you should know about me. And then also I have them because also if we've been laboring at home, which I usually come to the house and labor at home and then mm-hmm. we all go together, I go in the car with them to the hospital and then Uber back to their house afterwards. Um is that um they, they give you – when you get there, it's like this intake form. You know, they yes. ask you 90 million questions. Yes. So I try to have them all filled out. So like the partner, your partner can go go over the, with the nurse. Mm-hmm. And I can just transition from the home into the car into the hospital and get them all settled. Mm. So it makes it a little smoother. Yes. So this is all really wonderful advice. And I think aside then from like the prep – and for a mom to educate herself maybe on the questions that are going to be asked of you pre-birth, during birth, after birth for the baby, for those at home that either can't find a doula in the area where they live or possibly can't afford to have one, what are other maybe some like gifts or pieces of advice that you can give of how to make the best I think in, at least just let's focus on the birth and in being in the hospital or being wherever you are and giving birth. What are things that they can do to help feel supported, whether their partner does it, their mom, their friends? Mm-hmm. What are things that they, other things that they could do? Well, first of all, there are all different kinds of doulas and all different levels of experience and price range. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you really can get doulas for inexpensive and some even will donate their time. 
So you, you can definitely, That's good you know, to know, there's a lot of different doulas out there. I'm how do you, expensive. How do you, let's say I lived in Wyoming and I wanted to find a doula. Where do you, what do you call it, a hospital? Google? A midwife? Well, a, I always go to your, Google? like, I kind of just go to, like, your neighborhoody, like, talk to your, go to your uh, pediatric yeah. class. Okay. Talk your to OB. Your, your OB, OB, your midwife. Um, that's a, or ask your girlfriends. Sure. Um, Dona, D-O-N-A, mm-hmm. is, um, a great place to start. They have a database of doulas all over oh, the world. Wonderful. So that's a great place. We'll put that on the Facebook page. Yes. Yeah. Um, something you can do is, uh, is, is your partner. I always say this about the partner. Your partner knows you better than anybody else in that room, better mm-hmm. more than your doula, more mm-hmm. than your, your, um, the nurse, the doctor. And just because, um, they might not be an expert in birth, they are an expert in you. Yeah. And, uh, that they should really trust themselves to know what's that you need. And to really, when you educate yourself on birth, to have them part of the experience. Mm. I think yeah. it's really part of it. You, uh, They don't realize that you, they're your rock. Mm-hmm. And the more loving they are with you, the more oxytocin you release and your labor just progresses and gets better. And I feel I, like in a weird way, like it's almost like... If they focus less on the baby and trust that everybody there is going to get the baby out safely and, like you're saying, just focus on your partner mm-hmm. and supporting her, it just, like, I can only imagine it giving the, the man or the partner, like, such a vote mm-hmm. of confidence. And it's almost like prepping you for, like, what you're minutes away from of just being, like you said, that rock and that yeah. support system that you're going to be as a dad or another mom or whatever Definitely. this partner is. I have a quick question. Mm-hmm. Do you see, I mean, you've done a lot of births, do you see most of the time that dads being totally hands-on? Do you see them shying away and being totally scared? Do you see them out of the room? Like, what do you see most? I see it all. Okay. I see it all. Because just like there's no two women that are the same, there's no two right. guys that are the same. Right. Um, you know, I work with them all. And like together, I hold space for you guys together. Mm-hmm. And then the partner and I hold space for you together. Right. So, And whatever that is. If they're not comfortable and they're more like, Lori – Go do everything. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. This is. I'm. This is. I'm. I'm uncomfortable. Right. I'll do whatever they need. Um. Usually, it's. I'm seeing a lot more men. I've been doing this 18 years now. Wow. So I've been seeing a lot more men really want to get their hands get, get be more involved. That's so nice. So a lot of times they just don't know what to do. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, okay, do this, do this, and then we'll kind of like work together. On the on the ground. oh Cutter Cutter would have loved having you there because he just with both my births just ended up literally in a corner facing the wall rubbing my head because he just he said I didn't know what to do like yeah. I didn't know what you needed I didn't want to be in your face I didn't want to be and I get very. Um, Zen mm-hmm. when I'm giving birth. I get very focused. I get very quiet. I don't scream. I, my OB, do you know Gilbert Lenz? Yeah, I love okay. her. She's a good She's friend of mine. a rock star. I love have her. Have you had her on? No. no. You've got to have her on. She's literally one of my most favorite people. She's the best. I, she, I remember she kept telling me, because I was very nervous because I have MS, if like having like the strength just in my first birth of being able to do everything. And I remember I pushed for an hour and a half, which is a long time. Yeah. And I looked at her and I said... Do you think I can do this? If you don't think I can do this, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Getting him out, whatever safest way. And she looked at me and she's like, Jamie, you're strong enough. You're well enough. Push him to the light. Oh, and it's and then I it's all, the and I would just get quiet and just picture him just pushing him out into the world. And I did it with 
three pushes with Jack, like I said. But my poor husband, I feel like he felt... And by the way, both my bars, I had all my best friends around me rocking out to music. It was my vibe that I wanted. It was like a party. But he didn't feel like he didn't even cut the umbilical cord. He just felt so removed from the situation. Yeah. So I wish I had you for that. That's wonderful advice. And then also it's really hard. I have such compassion for these guys because Mm. it's really hard to see someone you love. Exactly. And that's what he couldn't do. That's what he was worried about. And then also like not they're they're like, well, what do I do? Because they can't fix it. Yes. Yes. But just them being there and just them saying that I love you Mm -hmm. and you're doing great. I'm so happy to have this baby with you. And, um, you know, and just holding your hand and rubbing your head and, you know, kissing your head or, you know, whatever. I'm thinking that Neil was so great. He was great. Both times. Yeah. I love Neil. Yeah. He's He's, a sweetie. He was a very, like, he he was very sweet. Yeah. Did Did you ever have a moment, like, when you were involved in a birth where you felt like, oh my God, I don't know what to do in this situation. I'm just going to wing it. Was Great there ever question. a time where you were like, oh, Yeah, shit. when I first started. I mean, okay. when I, so I took my doula training and it's like a weekend course, right? And then I was, I, I took my, it was like like 20 years ago. Right. So then I started going, oh, my girlfriend started having babies. And I'm like, I'm coming in the room, right. coming in the room. And I just like would sit there like, like, like if I was a sister. Yeah. Or, yeah. And I was, they were like, what should I do? I'm like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, but I feel this is something that I want to say, like, with, and this just goes as far as like a life lesson, right? Mm-hmm. Some people wait till they know have it all together to figure out how to do something. Mm-hmm. You learn as you go with everything, everything, and or you'll never get started. So I learned from, and I still learn to this day, thousands of births later, something new every time I do a birth, right? And um, so I gathered from this birth, and I gathered from that birth, mm-hmm. and I gathered from this birth. Um, I, I, I'm a big, like, I'll just, just put me in the situation. I'll figure it out. Yes, me too. I yeah. like that too. Yeah. Fake so, it till you make it kind of thing. And sometimes I won't know what to do, but something takes over mm. and I don't even know where it comes from. You're, allo- you're allowing Intuition. It. Yeah. I think it's like. You work with intuition. Well, I think there's and, like a bit of, like a surrender. I think you can have in any moment in your life where really, I mean, not to get too like hippy dippy with you guys, but this is like the book I subscribe to where I just mm-hmm. feel like. Like you said, the more relaxed and open you are, there truly is a divine mm-hmm. oh, and especially in birth energy that can and knowledge that can come to you. Right. Especially in birth. I mean, on a if you want to get a little I won't go too crazy. I do, I love it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> but if you really think how powerful it is giving birth, you guys truly you guys are a portal. A portal that opens in between worlds that mm-hmm. allows a spirit to come through you. Oh, beautiful. From one world to the other. And it's it's a it's, I have chills right now. Talking I'm crying. Yeah, but it's um like a this most divine gateway that yes. you are opens, and when you look at it that way, it's so freaking powerful yes. how women are that we're be able, we're able to like open up to allow a spirit to come through us into this world. How beautiful! So cool. Feels so powerful out there, mamas. Yeah. Um, can you talk to us about Mama Stay? Yes. So Mama Stay is basically the mother in me um, is uh, sees the mother in you. Mm-hmm. And no matter how you do motherhood, no matter what your personality type is, no matter whatever, it's like, I'm a mom, you're a mom, I see you, I get you, I am you. That's what this show is. Yeah. Not as beautifully said, but that's <laughs> what we're trying to do too. So I love yeah, that. beautiful. Perfect. So what can people um like what are things or tidbits that people can expect from the book or look forward to from the book? So it's kind of it's kind of like multidimensional. Like uh, I guess is the there's different layers to it. Yeah. So um, I've 
it's kind of like the five languages of love for uh, five languages of love. I don't know if you read that. Yeah, book, yeah, yeah. Of course, but for mom types. Got it. How and, wonderful. Um, I don't like to type moms. I'm not into like breastfeeding mom versus this because you know what? You can be any kind of mom and do that. But it's more like personality types and it's mm-hmm. how I work. So if I have a woman that's a little bit more in – has more fear, I would work with her differently than a type A go-getter one who needs like lists and do mm. – and, and then basically your combination of all five of my types. I have the action mom, vulnerable mom, free mama – Rebel. Rebel and yeah, flow. And flow. And um, what am I? I don't know. You have to take the test. You were saying you think I'm all of them? You, we all are all. Oh, we all are all of them. But so, what, what, so it's almost like a place for moms to feel like supported and understood and like a, a, a reflection and a to give them of who they are and what they are. Exactly. So you're predomin- you're going to be like predominantly one. Right. And then like I'm predominantly rebel. And mm-hmm. then I'm tied with the next one down is free and flow. And then I am type A or action. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I – the last one on my list is is vulnerable. And so sometimes this is the interesting thing. We judge others. But usually what we're judging is something we're uncomfortable with in ourselves. We so talk about – we've talked about that yeah, on the always. show. So it's a yeah. lot of shadow work in here. Mm-hmm. Um, a, understanding how you operate – and then also understanding how other people operate mm-hmm. so you can better navigate them. Mm-hmm. But also looking at them and saying like, like, like I, vulnerability is hard for me. And sometimes not with my clients because I'm really compassionate of with course, them. Right. But like in my friendships, sometimes when they're just like being really needy and like really victim-y and really vulnerable, like, you know, and yeah. I'm like, oh, girl, just fucking toughen up. Right. Like, yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. Um, but it's because I'm so uncomfortable with that in myself. But when I do my work and I really like embrace my own vulnerability and hold that mirror up to myself, mm-hmm. what is it about her that I'm uncomfortable with or I don't like in me or I've disowned? Uh-huh. Yes. And when I can reclaim that part and bring that back in, I can't find fault in somebody else because I'm okay with it in myself. Right. Yes. So so true. That's part of it. Um, and the other, yeah. So it's like about I went through this whole process with myself of not to get off topic of just always trying to forgive myself and realize that I'm doing the best I can. Mm -hmm. And it has opened up my eyes to the world and where I literally see people differently because I just feel like I'm not mad at people really because they're just doing the best they can. Everybody's doing the best they can. And it's really just allowed me to live in a much better space. Compassionate and empathetic. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's been, you know, Jenna, even when in the beginning of the show, I was listening to you saying, I'm so mad at myself for not making plans. Mm -hmm. I have, I literally, that's one of the things, one of the exercises I give to my action mamas in the book, which is I want you to have one day where you don't have any plans. Yeah. And how does it make you feel? And like, it's actually. Oof, that would be uncomfortable for me. It'd be uncomfortable, but like, why? And like, what's going to happen if you don't have everything so structured? Because that's where the work is. It's like. God, it's in the uncomfortableness, right? Which is why I got upset at my nanny because mm-hmm. it wasn't how I thought it was going to be planned the second I got off the plane. And I'm the opposite. Like, I never have plans. Like, I need – and I, oh, I'm also I can't very, wait but to I'm read also this very structured. It's very weird. Like, that's why I was upset with myself. Saying. Like, I – in life, like, I'm always planning stuff, but it, but I, I'm home with my kids a lot. A lot of the days, we do nothing. So it's like, I wish I was a little bit more – whatever. Well, well, I you've go, got, like, you've got that creative rebel-y – kind of flow and I'd say rebel flowy. Oh, thank you. And then like 
I don't know. I'm, I'm curious. You have to tell me what you take the well, test. Well, I'll read it. I'll read it. Take the test. So take we'll, the, we'll do it. I call it assessment, I think. <laughs> an assessment, yeah. All right. Before we wrap up, I want to talk about seed life yeah. because I see, okay, so we have three different mm-hmm. blends in front of us, these smoothie blends, which I see everybody on Instagram always has the pregnancy smoothie, which is great. So The knocked up at beaming. The knocked up which beaming. I, which I had every single day of my mm-hmm. pregnancy. And then you have one t- a fertility smoothie blend to help support you. Right. So this is a company that I co-founded with my, uh, she was my actually a a doula client, um, Anna Rawson, and she's with Suzanne too. Oh, really? Yeah, she's amazing. And we just like fell in love and she went to like business school and I'm like the creative person and we came together and we're like, let's make a company. And so we started this company called Seed Life and it's superfood smoothie powders for all stages of womanhood. Mm. Um, We have our fertility blend. We had like 17 pregnancies, actually 18 because I just got another one this morning. It was like two a month and a half ago. 18 people told us since they've been drinking it. We launched in December. We're going to put a link on the Facebook page on how to buy it because they can buy it online, right? Yeah. Okay, great. So and so they all, now they're all drinking my pregnancy blend. Yes. Um, And then and the new mom replenishment and breastfeeding blends. Which right. is so important. I mean, I think all moms are always asking for lactation support and yeah. things because that's just... And I think we need energy, you've, too. Now you've got mm-hmm. the baby yeah. and you're exhausted and you're so worried about milk supply. This would be a great things for the hubbies to do. What a great yeah. gift. Once a day? You guys. Is it once a day? Yeah. By the way, what a great gift. Yes. It's a great gift. What a great baby shower gift. What a great mother's I give every... Yes. I, yeah. Um, yes. And then the pregnancy one, what I love about that is like, I mean... Did you guys have morning sickness? No. Yes. Okay. And how hard was it? Food aversions? Yeah. All I could eat was bagels. Right. So this is a great way to get nutri- nutrients mm-hmm. in your body, like without knowing, like you stick it in a milkshake, right. you stick it in a smoothie, right. without like, and it's all pure, pure superfoods that just nourish your body and your baby. Incredible. So we have a menopause one launching soon and a oh um, my God. PMS blend coming Whoa. out. Can you launch one for not the new mom, but far away? Yes, hopefully I'm doing from that. menopause. I'm doing that. Like me. I'm doing and that. Jamie. I have yes. that. Okay. Like the mama on the go. Yes. yes. Right? Who's like got a lot going on yes. and just needs some like stress relief and replenishment. For the last month, I swear I have like forgotten to eat. Um, and I would Jenna. love, I would love this in my life. Well, even the pregnancy one for you would be good because I do that anyway because it just is a good way to get nutrients. Yeah, in. it's not like I'm gonna you can get give it to pregnant. your kids yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. So oh, clean. really? Well, yeah, because it's um, for pregnancy. I just so want to say like, we had Claire Holt on here. I know. And you just did her birth. I love her. She's the best. She's the best. Her, what a cutie child little baby. Is so cute. She's gorgeous. Oh my God. He. She's the funniest person in the she's planet. She's really funny. So is he. The two of them, I love them. I'm. He's cute. Yeah. The baby. But, and uh, Andrew. They're the all cute. cute. Yeah. They're all freaking cute. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> even I the dog is cute. I know. <laughs> well, Lori, thank you so much. I mean, I feel like I've been wanting to meet you just because I know every mom that I love and respect has worked with you. Aww. And I just think you're so wonderful. I'm you. so happy to read this book. I'm so happy for your smoothies. We're, you guys, we're going to introduce you to all of this. And thank you to Jenna for bringing her here. Oh, my God. Of was course. Awesome. I'm so excited. Um, when t- the book comes out, was I right? April 20th? April 23rd. Yeah, 23rd. Mama Stay. You can order it. Amazon. Uh, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, anywhere books are sold. Okay. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Seed Life, you can get on Seed Life. S-E-E-D-L-Y-F-E dot com. And we'll put this all on our Facebook. Yes, um, right. And is there and anything gonna, else that no. you want to say to the mamas? Or No. I mean, I'm you so – You want to stick around with us and hear our shitty mommy stories that we're going to be sharing? <laughs> are you, is that what's next? Yes, we have listener shitty mommy <laughs> stories. Yes. I love that. 
No, I love what you girls are doing. It's amazing. Thank you, Thank you so yeah. much for having me on. Thank God, you so welcome. much. All right. We'll be right back with Shitty Mommy, guys. 60 seconds. That's exactly how long this commercial lasts. You know what else you can do in about a minute? Get an offer for your car with True Car. That's right. In the amount of time it takes to floss your teeth, pet your dog, do a few sit-ups, or just listen to my voice, you can get a True Cash offer. Best of all, you can do it from your smartphone or home. Just go to True Car and simply enter your license plate number and watch how your car details pop up. Answer a few questions and you'll get an accurate True Cash offer from a local True Car certified dealer. It's that easy. After that, you can bring your car in and they'll check it out with you together. You can ask questions and get the answers you need so there are no surprises. Then simply leave with your check or trade in your car for a new ride. So when you're ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car today. Okay, we're back with Shitty Mommy again. That was so awesome, Jenna. Thank you for having her here. You're so welcome. I love her. Shitty Mommy! So... I asked you guys on Facebook to share some more shitty mommy stories, which was awesome. All of you were so great showing up, saying great stories. But I want to start with first, with like a lot of you have been talking about that you gave the kid the phone to help pass like emergency moments or whatever it is. Feeling guilty about I that. I don't know. We're going to have an expert on here to talk about screen time because maybe I need to be schooled. But I just don't think that's a shitty mommy thing. Like, I also, I just think as a species, we're evolving in their brains. I don't think you're ruining them. I, maybe I'm going to be proved majorly wrong, but I really want none of you to feel like shitty mommies if you have to give your baby a video to get through something. I get it. I understand. I'm like kind of you on the flip side. You get why they feel shitty? Yes. Like I do too. T- like I had a rough week and I, um, she was watching Sesame Street and I felt incredibly guilty. Really? Yes. I feel zero guilt about it. I just do. I've always thought like I didn't want her to watch TV until she was two. And here I am letting her watch a little bit. Well, we need, but I, I, we need, I need to be schooled because I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's not, we're just different. Yeah. You know, it's just, we're different. Okay. And there's nothing wrong with either of them. Totally. All right. We've got another shitty mommy moment. Okay. Forgive me because I'm going to. Would do you I like need glasses? glasses? <laughs> Holy shit. Do I need glasses? Here, we'll borrow. Drop row. Thanks. <laughs> okay. This mommy tells us, my husband puts my daughter to sleep every night. I nurse her and then pass her off. Well, last night he went to bed very early because he wasn't feeling well. She normally goes to bed at seven o'clock and we were up till midnight. I tried to rock her. I tried everything. She doesn't want me to rock her. She pushes me away and wants dad. That's their thing since she was born. Well, more often than not, she sleeps in, she, she sleeps in her crib. Sometimes we'll bring her into bed with us. And I ended up just bringing her into bed with us. And before bed, for the first time ever, I even thought this to myself since she's going to get older. I should shut the gate that leads to the bathroom and kitchen because the living room and her room are baby-proofed. And if she were ever get out of bed and me not notice. Well, in the 14 months, she's never done it. What are the odds the one time I shut the gate thinking to myself that scenario is the time she actually does it? My husband left it open when he went to work. I woke up to a stick hitting me. I turn around and quickly realize she wasn't in bed with me. She had a toilet plunger. <gasps> oh and I'm a freaking toilet plunger with the rubber side in her mouth. Oh. She's 14 months old. My husband and I both should have already had the conversation about having that gate closed. She could have easily gotten into chemicals in our bathroom sink. I should be lucky with just the plunger, honestly. It's time for a cabinet lock. I learned my lesson. That's hilarious. That's funny. I mean, people forget. I mean, yeah, we we need to have these talks, but the moral of the story is the baby was okay. Yes. We're all going to have those moments. All going to have those moments. And man, I feel you, Mama, about they are little creatures of habit, and she probably just wanted the dad to put her to bed. That's hard. That's hard. Really hard. That's really hard. I feel for you. 
But you're not. But I'm a glad it was mommy. just. A, you're not a shitty mommy. My God, the things that I've said to myself, like "Thank the Lord that I hope no one was watching yes. and it was all okay," has been countless, countless, countless times. All right, well, that's our show. Yes. You guys don't forget to buy Lori's book again. Jenna, will you tell them the seed life and everything? Seed life. Um, we're going to put all of the websites and where to buy the book on um the on the Facebook. web on the Facebook. Um, and yeah. Yeah. And please, you guys, don't forget, we, Jen and I hate saying this, but we're just going to ask it. Please don't forget to rate and subscribe to this podcast. Because rate and review and, and review. subscribe. Yes. And subscribe because this show is one of our jobs and you'll be supporting mamas. And we have amazing people here that work for us and with us to make this show great. Travis, our producer, who we love. What up? Blowing you kisses from the booth. Um, this th- That type <laughs> of dancing. shit matters. Like yes. it gets us charting it gets us- and it gets us yes. people that want to support the show and that help us to keep doing and this. And more mamas will listen to us. If we you have guys to pay our uh, our shitty nannies. I'm kidding. We have to pay our nannies to watch our kids so that we can be here to do this. We Absolutely. love our nannies. I will die if I ever lose mine. So I will leave you with, and Mama said, Mama said, I used to have brain cells, but I turned them in for children. Uh-huh. Bye, guys. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. New episodes are available weekly at podcastone.com, the Podcast One app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love the show, don't forget to leave a rating and review. The sponsors for this episode of Mama Said are Dole Crafted Smoothie Blends. Find them in your frozen aisle. Genucel. The Genucel jawline treatment is yours for free when you order the classic Genucel plant stem cell therapy. Go to genucel.com or text MAMA to 77453 to order now. Third love. Go to thirdlove.com slash mama said for 15% off today. True Car. For a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car.